Welcome to Men Talk About. This is your host, Paul Newell. And in this episode, I have my guest, Carlos Teasdale. This is part two of our conversation around the miseducation of men's sexual health and energy. This one's a fascinating one because, uh, men, I, I want you to open up and hear this one. Knowing full and well I may not get what I want, I want you to open up and hear how porn is messing us up. And I, I'm going to speak for myself. Porn has been and is messing me up. And this episode really dives into that and the expectations and the situations that men maybe con- consciously or maybe unconsciously are feeding into and how it's ruining us. It's ruining us. So give this a go. Listen to this one with open ears and be free of judgment, even if it's just for this next 45 minutes. Just listen to the words that we have to speak and ponder how is porn affecting you. Thanks for listening. And here's part two. The question, the, the thing that I want to pop into as well is, and kind of go back to, because you mentioned it, is about the porn and, and the images, right? And, and when you talk about porn, when we talk about porn, something else you said that, um, that I saw as like an inference, you said good sex, right? right? And I'm curious, I'd like to know from you, like what classifies or how would you define good sex? Good sex starts to me before you even start having sex. So okay. good se- good sex with me to me is is like the the foreplay process in in essence it's like you're so excited because of this partner that you have. You really like this partner. Like you like the way that they turn you on, you like everything about them. They're making you go to this space mentally where you feel comfortable and confident sexually and you feel like you know you're you're going to enjoy yourself and, and you can tell when you have good sex because you're so eager for that sex to have to happen mm. and after the sex you know if we just forget about the act the actual act and we just talk about the before and after good sex to me is all about the before and after mm. the after is you want to be still around that person. Right. Oh, <laughs> you know oh you hit on something right there. Please say that again. Please say that again. Uh, you, the after is you still want to be with that person yep. after you have sex with them. Thank you. That is something that I have, you know, I that is one thing I make sure that I have in the partner that I'm with. I do not want to kick them to the curb or be like, get out or I'm done with you or whatever like that. Mm. No, that's not good sex. You'll never have good sex with somebody who you're eager to get away Truth. from. Truth. Because you have, you have to understand that you're sharing energy through sex. So, and, you know, I didn't understand this until I got older and I started to think back on the moments that were good sex. And I started to think about, you know, you, you always want to hold that one, like, really great sexual experience in your head and remember it forever. But <laughs> right. we never do. Right. We never can. Right. It's, it's, like, impossible to remember that one sexual experience. But what you will remember is you remember the person and you remember, you'll remember the before, and you remember the after. Mm. Um, I, I got the fire engine going by me. Real it's quick. all good. This is real life, but, um, man. That's how it happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shoot. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I feel um, what you're saying, man. Because, and man, when you said that, that resonates deeply with me. Because I'm thinking back, like, wow, there's been there's been partners I've had where as soon as the act was over, I was like, all right, I gotta go. Yep. And and looking back, I'm like, damn, man, that was. 
Uh, I was in pain then. That was you pacifier, yeah. bro. That was bad. Yeah, yeah that was like, ah, oh, I need yeah. to. It's like, and you know, this and this thing, like we're talking about sex and sex as above, so below. Like sex, sex could just as easily be alcohol, drug abuse, right. uh, uh-huh. Netflix, <laughs> you know, pornography. Yeah. It's anything right. that we can we can dive into that's outside of ourselves to help us escape ourselves. Yep. Yeah, and it's and, good, yep. man. It's no good. I mean, yeah. it's it's free of being good, man. There's other ways. So, um, so so to add to this, because what I heard you talk about, you know, what I heard you say is about the before and after. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, um, because I have some thoughts in my head of what are some different ways for foreplay. Um, and to be specific, like to the traditional foreplay is like, um, I, I'm in my judgment. I think it's about uh uh connecting with the sexual organs without in without intercourse mm-hmm. and there's so much more so i'm curious to know for you as you were going through this experience carlos like what were some of the ways that you started that you taught yourself to connect with your partner that were different um than before you did semen retention okay so relative to uh like that foreplay act i feel like foreplay should be a 24 7 thing you know it's it's not that you have foreplay right before you have sex Mm. and you start you know just playing with somebody you know and hoping that they're going to get aroused the the foreplay should happen in in spaces that aren't necessarily the bedroom or aren't even in the space where you're going to have sex you know it could be you know you you getting out the car you know, your partner drops you off at work and you get out the car and, you know, you give them a kiss, but you grab their leg and, you you know, you let them know you, you're there sexually, you know, like you're not just you don't just let them know your presence is there, but you let them sexually know you're there. You give them you give them uh, sexual cues constantly to let them know that you're still there and and they will, too. They'll respond with that, say, I'm still accepting or they'll say they'll say I'm mad at you, too. Like you'll you'll notice issues in relationship relative to your your foreplay advances when there's no sex even about to happen you'll notice you know you that's one of the things i noticed about and how i how i maneuver a relationship often is by you know creating more of that sexual tension in in a non-sexual moment like it's like we're going to the movie going to the movies and we're gonna go watch a movie and you know i'm playing with her butt while we're walking up the stairs right you know what i mean like and She's she's loving it. She's enjoying it. But if she's upset with me, she's not. She's like, stop, stop. You know. Mm. But like a week ago, you you couldn't you you didn't want me to stop. What was the issue now? And the issue isn't that she's ready to talk about it, maybe necessarily. But it's it's as a man, you can't be like you know frustrated with that. You got to understand that there is a sexual block for her, and she's not able to see you sexually in that moment. And you can now use that as okay. We need to talk about what's going on. Mm. But. But that's why I like to create that type of energy constantly because it gives you awareness of your partner and it's a communication. It's a nonverbal communication what we can. And if our nonverbal communication is on point, you know, and you have a good connection with your partner, you guys are always in that same like energetic vibe. Like you guys are always on that same vibe. Maybe, you know, it's not just sexually, but it's like, you know, you both want to go on this vacation together or you both want to go watch this show or you both want to go do this thing because y'all connected. Right. So when, so when you do reach out sexually or you do create some sort of sexual tension, usually that partner will respond very positively to that to that approach. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's the stuff that I like to see in my connection with, with, with my lady is to see that she's very responsive to my sexual advances, whether it means we're going to have sex or not. Because then when, when it comes down to it, it's so much easier to get that person then aroused with like, quote unquote, technical foreplay. Right. You know what I mean? Like, then there's no issue. Like, that shit is just there. It's ready to go. And you guys feel super juiced about the moment. And that's what I, that's what to me is my favorite part about sex is not the, not just the act, right. but it's the, it's the precursor to the act. And it's the connection that you have with this person that you're so comfortable with them that you can be silly with them and you can be playful with them and you can in, invite sex into this relationship and it's totally accepted. And you both can be yourselves, you know, not just, you know, personally, but sexually. And, and that, that, that border is very, is very fine, but it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can have a sexual relationship with someone and have fun with it. Mm. So, is it, so what, what I'm hearing you say is, is, is it's a way of, the way you've learned, the way you've taught yourself is it's a way of creating space for that connection. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. It's all about the connection. Yes. It's the connection. It's, it, and I'm fascinated with this because, you know, since I started this, um, I was telling you with, um, with my partner, when we hit that wall and then the, literally the week after I, I, was, I met with Alona and we had this, um, you know, I, I started this sex detox. It shifted how we connected um yeah. because like again it was free of having an expectation which which created more conversation in our relationship and it also created more physical and energetic connection so one thing like blessings for my lady g money um because like you know she would vocalize she would be like hey this is what i like i like when you hold my hand I like when you do this and i'm sitting here before i started this detox it was like well if i'm holding uh, in my mind carlos i was like well, if I'm holding your hand or I'm doing this, like I better be getting some ass tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm in, yeah. I was in that space. Whereas now right. it's like, wow, man, I can hold her hand and I could tell, okay, like by the pressure right now, especially learning to be aware and in tune, I can feel like, okay, baby, something's up. Or yeah. like, man, how they're breathing. And man, when we talk about like different ways of foreplay in this connection, it can be as simple as holding hands. It can be, yeah. you know, Carlos mentioned, you know, hold, like, you know, playing with her butt or hold, like holding her, like touching her leg, touching her back, you know, touching her heart. Right. Like, just touching, feeling her heartbeat, getting a sense of what's happening with her breathing. And men, by you, by, by, by entertaining or, and I invite you to give this a go, by doing those sorts of things, you're, you're gaining more awareness around what's happening with your partner and you're gaining awareness for yourself. Well, yeah. Like what, what's, what's my hand feel like on her, on, on her, or his body? Like, what does my uh-huh. hand feel? Uh, or what does their breathing feel like? Or like, like, you know, like shoot a couple of days ago, I was in, I, I was in the shower with my lady and we were just gazing at each other. Uh-huh. Water's running down. We just, we, we gazed at each other. Like, Men, even something as simple as gazing at your partner, tapping in, looking into their optic stem. Damn, they're deep. You know, like tapping in and and having this way of even something like breathing together, like hugging each other, getting in tune with your breath and staying there. Because I I can, you know, I'm going to be free of speaking for other men. I'm going to speak for myself. 
me getting into that and practicing that, there was a lot of this recoil I was feeling where I was like, ah, I got to step out of this. Ah. Yeah. Because it's, it's deep, man. It's something different yeah. that, that as a man, we get to tap into that lives and resides in us. And this is the thing I have. This is the problem I have with, with society and how men are taught about our sexual energy and about sexual relations and just relations in general. You know, we, we look at it, we're taught on one level. It's like either we have to be the provider or the protector or we got to be a sex god, okay? <laughs> and, and there's so much more to us that we have yet to really tap into. That's why I'm digging us having this kind of conversation about what can happen or what's possible when, when we hold on to this life force energy. So one of the things um, that, that you also uh, talked to is that, you know, from the porn perspective, because you put some, you put some really... Brother, you put some brave and courageous things out there about porn and illicit images or explicit images. And I want to revisit this, especially in relation to what we just spoke about with the connection, what have you. So, like, when, when you put out, well, first to recognize blessings and thank you for that, being courageous. Mm -hmm. And yeah. people that are bold and courageous can get backlash. So I'm curious to know if, was, did you, have you received any type of backlash or um, uh, you know, resistance on posting and, and commenting about things like getting rid of porn and illicit Im explicit images. Yeah, most definitely. Um, first, I, you know, I I posted um something about porn because I was sparked by multiple scenarios, and I just kind of like I was like I've I've had enough. You know, it's like you've you get to a point in life where you've been exposed to something so many times that you're like, you know, I've had enough. Mm -hmm. And this year for me was about me having enough with dealing with the uh, excessive amount of erotic images that I'm exposed to on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not, it's not anybody's fault. A lot of it is my own impulse and I have to take responsibility for my own impulsive acts and my own sexual kind of, um, my own inabilities, sexual, sexually speaking, to, you know, fully grasp where I'm going with this is to say, like, there's a lot of images that we have at our fingertips with our phone. We can go on to Instagram, we can go on to the Internet and we can look at whatever we want, you know, and that that part is not healthy to me. That part is part of the thing that creates the the addiction process, you know, like mm. we being that we have an abundance of something that we don't really necessarily understand why we like it, <laughs> then we need to under we need to take a step back and understand why is it that I am, you know, being stimulated? Why is it that I am having these urges? Why do I want to go look more? Why do I want it to get more aggressive? Why do I want this and this and that? And, you know, it's funny because you can be on, you know, a dating app and Tinder or something and Tinder will go from, looking at some girls, uh, you know, or looking at some something you're interested in and seeing a sexually suggestive image from someone and then taking that and then exploring more into Instagram and seeing more images of that person into Instagram. And they're putting a lot more sexual images of them into Instagram. And then you're all turned on and you want more. So you go into porn and then you go, you know, you go into further and you start looking at all these different, you know, images and whatnot like that. And I know that we all do it because I, I've, 
sit there and watch my boys do it with, you know, when we go look at a girl or I show them a girl I saw on Instagram and then we, they continue to look through scrolling and scrolling. You know what I mean? Yep. So the thing that comes is like, I know I'm not alone in this, in this reality of, of understanding. And, you know, it ties into my profession because pain management is something that I'm, I'm very much interested in having a better grasp on, especially back pain. And it, it, the whole thing ties together in this really nice little bundle. When you talk about, you being overstimulated in in a sexual manner. So I, I I posted something that was about men men and our sex drive, and I was like, look, if you're gonna sit there and watch porn, it's gonna decrease your sex drive. And and let's not talk about scientific research. Let's not talk about all of that stuff. Let's talk about the fact that you you ejaculated, you know, and now how do you feel? Right. You don't have the sexual drive. Period. I know you don't. No one ejaculates three, four times a day and then goes out and feels fantastic about who they are and blah, 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 and like that. Maybe if you had sex with a woman, you feel better. You had sexual whatever, and that's how you feel better. But that's still not necessarily that healthy either. Right. The thing we need to come to understanding is, is our sexual habits you know, creating a positive effect or a negative effect on our life? If we're sitting here looking at porn for four to six hours in a day, that can't be good for you. No, man. No. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't do that. But at the same time, like, I know that I could if I allowed myself. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I got to shut this down. I, this is ridiculous. I'm looking. I'm, this is it's been too long. And, you know, an hour will be too long. You can't spend an hour sitting there looking at porn, going back and forth. But the thing is, is like, I got a lot of backlash from people who are porn supporters. And um, I got a lot of people coming at me that were saying, Porn is not the problem. You're the problem. And, you know, and they say, oh, you outed yourself, Carlos. You outed yourself. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care if I outed myself as someone who looks at porn and may look at porn more than I want to. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say, look, I have an issue with, this, with these pornographic images that's creating more of an addictive quality in myself. And I'm going to say, you know what? I see it. I'm going to call it out. And I'm going to say, fellas, if you got a similar issue, I'm going to be the person that's going to say, look, I'm calling it out in myself. If you want to call it out in yourself, go ahead on and do it. I'm creating a safe space for you to do so right here on my page, on my pain management page. Uh, at underscore Lobax is where I did all of this. Yes. So you can go check it out if you want to on my on my Instagram. And I'm going to continue to, you know, be a, a source of, uh, of understanding for men because, you know, I could tell that there was a lot of issues with me growing up you know, around sex and stuff like that. And and I know that I'm not alone. And I know that a lot of men have these same issues. Okay. So I want to be I want to be a space where men can come and talk about these things. And we can get a little bit of the female feedback because online, you know, you get everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I had some I had um some females specifically who have had um frustrating experiences with men where the man was abusive and the man was uh blaming the women and that was something that you know i don't condone this is not a woman's fault for trying to capitalize on the man's impulsiveness with porn to be uh an an instagram model or a porn star or any of that that is totally okay and i do not i'm not shunning that in any capacity i don't want to shame anybody who does like porn and watch porn i'm not saying that what i'm saying is is when it's too much right there's too there's such thing as too much. Like I can have a drink and have some alcohol and be fine and have a you know have a nice night. I know some of my friends they can't have a drink and have a nice night. One drink turns into cocaine and turns into them butt naked on the corner. Yeah. Like what? 
what what happens with some people have an inability to control those urges and it's sometimes it's chemical like i know that some of my friends who are alcoholics they are not choosing to be alcoholics it is a physiological response that happens once they start to ingest a specific amount of alcohol so that that needs to be taken into consideration when we think about these images that we we are constantly bombarding our our brains with and we are creating the stimulus in our in our in our body the the mind body connection is huge and i was just speaking on how much our mind body connection is there so now let's take that mind body connection and dive into the reality of what porn is doing to the mind and body if you're looking at a pornographic image it is it is with the attempt to arouse you. Right. Now, maybe you're not in an arousing... Let, let's take this, for example. Imagine your friend just died. Imagine somebody important you just lost. Mm -hmm. And now go look at porn. And you're crying about your friend, but you're aroused because of the porn. Does that work? Does that make sense? Does that, does that seem like something you'd want to go do? It's avoidance. Now, you know, like, you, you could go do that to avoid the pain you're having with your friend. But if you if you don't want to let go of that pain and you want to, you know, maintain the reality of, man, I just lost my friend. You know, I need to sit there being aroused by some pornographic image would almost be disgusting to you. You would be disgusted by this pornographic image. You'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm not trying to feel that or see that. But guess what would still happen? You would still be aroused by that image, right. even though you don't want it. Right now, is that is that is that in, in essence a way of like slightly, you know, abusing yourself? And I think it is. I think sometimes we go. And we have moments where we're bored or we don't have nothing to do or we just feel like whatever. And we go j jump on some porn and watch porn. Well, you hit on now, it. Yep. You hit on it. Boredom is a key piece, Carlos. Huge. huge. It's I, a key I mean, I, piece. I read an um, article on psychology today about how boredom is one of the number one reasons why men end up looking at porn and masturbating is because we are just bored. Mm -hmm. Now, if we channeled that boredom into something more productive, you know, we could be making changes in this world. And that's one of the things that, you know, sparked my post was instead of going and looking at porn, I was like, no porn. Let me write this post, because if I write this post, it's going to create more for me in my life. It's going to create more. Number one purpose. Number two, it's going to create more more energy, different energy. Right. Like now now I have these people coming at me. I have you, Paul. I have I'm talking to you on this podcast right now because of that post. Yep. You know what I mean? Like. That's a huge thing for me. I'm very excited about what this podcast is going to bring. I'm very excited about the energy that I put out because although I got some some pushback, I got a lot of positive um, from it. And a lot of men reached out to me. They direct messaged me. They DM me. They told me they were like, man, I really appreciate you posting this. You know, there's not a lot of space for us to talk about this type of stuff. Truth, and, man. And <laughs> it's like, it's really sad because, when, you know, as much as this is a quote unquote man's world, you know, we 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 all still shy away from the realities of sex. Yes, and, and the the realities of sex are what often drive us to do things. If you think about uh, a man who is feeling uh, incompetent or is feeling, you know, insecure. Right. And what's something that that man might might feel insecure about? Is it that the man feels insecure about, you know, the way he looks? Maybe is it. Ultimately, it may be because he's not having the sexual encounters that he's interested in. And well, and also, well, where's he getting that idea of the sexual encounters, though? A hundred percent. You know what I'm like, saying? If he's it, looking at you, porn, then like exactly. those sexual encounters are going to be few and far between because it's, it's most women, and I'm making a judgment, but the majority of women are, are doing things porn stars are doing. No, 
Okay. And they're not. No. Nope. So and the yeah, go ahead. Yep. So yeah, and so that that was what I was gonna say. Why is this man being lured into this insecurity around his sexual his sexual partners or his sexual experiences? And it's probably because of the imagery that he sees and relates himself to thinking, well, I'm not doing what that guy's doing. Right. And I'm not, I don't have what that guy has. And I don't, you know, like that dude, Dan Brazil, Brazilian, whatever that dude is name, um, Dan, anyway, he's got all these IG models all, or, or all these models with him constantly. On oh, Dan Bulgarian, I think his name is. Whatever. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he's on Joe Rogan a lot. I know what y'all, I know you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, how, how, how much does that create frustration and insecurity for every man? Because those women are all paid to be by him. Right. Those women are all paid to be in that space. In some way, there. shape, or form. Exactly. Yep. And they're not there because he's some God sexually uh, satisfying all of them some capacity. That's not what's happening. He is, he is definitely just portraying an image that we all could imagine that we all could, you know, like hypothetically think about, but that we all should really realize that the majority of women are not necessarily interested in. Right. And, well, you know, it's interesting. you're not respecting... Go ahead. Well, I, I'm, I, I, I want to pause for a second because a lot of stuff... You're saying, you're saying a lot of powerful things right here. So I want to I I pause to digest some of this because, first of all, when you're talking about the porn... And the 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 attraction or the gravitation to, of men towards porn, especially from boredom, this is where I, I see the sexual energy. Right, that's that's a stimuli. And, and Pauline right. Hill talks about this again. Is he mentions t- mind stimuli that creates high vibe states of high rates of vibration in the body and the mind. Number one is the desire for sex expression. In this case, the sex expression is entertainment of porn. Well, people have the, uh-huh. the my, and my thing that I want to, I, I want, I, I hear you saying is really porn is, is free of being about sex. It's more about entertainment because it's right. stimulating the mind in a way that's like, okay, oh, I see this is like, this is what it's supposed to look like. I'm going to, I'm going to base my experiences on this, which creates a whole other area of disease because now there's a performance anxiety. If a man comes too quick, all of a sudden he's a minute man. He feels like shit about right. himself. Or it's like all of a sudden a man can't get it up because he's got stress problems, like maybe whether it's work or he has no job or he feels like he's not providing. Also, guess what? All of a sudden he's got performance anxiety. He can't he can't uh, get blood flow to his penis. Now he's getting uh-huh. erectile dysfunction pills. And he and, and for especially for older men that are listening to this, be aware of that shit, because like you take those erectile dysfunction pills like the weekend and all that shit. There's a high chance for cardiac arrest and stroke. So if you're right. going to do some stuff like that, go natural, first of all, get some Irish sea moss in your system. And if you're <laughs> going to do some things like your Viagra or your Weekender, make sure you check with your doctor to make sure your heart's right. Now, right. on this other piece, you mentioned like the narcotics and alcohol. And I see this as a piece of, again, this is part of that stimuli that's, that Napoleon Hill talked about. It's on the lower end of the list. But this is the thing that can steer men in a different way. Where it's like all of a sudden it's like, well, I need to find a way to express this or I need to find a way to address this. And we go to porn and porn is, is like now and nowadays what I noticed, Carlos, is it's like the paradox of choice. And yeah. it's something I was telling my lady about this the other day. Like, you know, when I first started the detox, 
Like my, you know, I was, I was told I can masturbate and I can look at porn if I want to. So I did. And what I noticed was like, I would pick a scene and then all of a sudden I'd, I'd be looking at other scenes while the scene I picked is playing. Like I'm already <laughs> on to the freaking next thing, which is as right. above, so below, man. Like we can go and have sex and we could be in this mind state like, oh man, I could be having connection with someone and I'm already thinking about something else instead yep. of being here. And right. it's like, I mean, I'm a little old. I'm 44. I remember when, when I first was introduced to porn, like my older brothers, uh, I have older brothers, and I would sneak into their apartment and they'd have the VHS cassettes. Some people listen right. to this may be like, what the hell is a VHS? It was a freaking <laughs> tape system that we had back in the freaking 80s and early 90s where you could play things. You had to rewind, fast forward, and it was slower than the stuff we have today. But there was one movie we could watch, right? Whereas now, it's a slew of scenes. It's a plethora of stuff out there. What do you want? Yeah. Do, you want do you want MILFs? Do you want Black? Do you want Latino? Do you want um, lesbians? What do you want? It's like right. going into the store and saying like, hey, I want to get myself some pasta. Okay. Do you, want, do you want linguine? Do you want whole wheat? <laughs> do you want spinach? What do you want, man? You know, this is the thing that's happened in our society. And this is why... I, I, I'm really inviting more men to be aware of where they are, okay, where right. they are, what's, what's real for them. And taking, you mentioned this just, and, and I appreciate you saying this, in this state of boredom, what are some things that can be done to divert that energy, that sex drive into something that's creative, something that's going to get you to ascension rather than something that's going to spike your dopamine levels and then leave you freaking uh, in, in a space of like lethargy, right? Like you're like, oh, yeah. I don't feel like doing anything right now. You know what, man? I'm done. Done. And cats will say, hey, I'll, um, like, you know, yeah, I came three, four times last night with this one. Okay, great. How you feel today, man? You're drinking orange juice. You're, doing, you're trying to replenish yourself, okay? <laughs> what do you, like, yeah. was that really helpful? Is that what, is, and, and how does she feel? Right. Or how does he feel? These are the things that I, I'm, I'm, my hope is and my, and my intention, and I know it's yours too, is that for men listening to this, explore something different than just going to the, the, the usual modus operandi and like going and, okay, I'm going to go to porn because I'm bored. I got, I got five minutes, man, my, and I got a, I got a boner right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take that energy, create, read, draw a painting, something, man. Because the thing that uh, the thing that I want to invite more men to is to leverage this energy for their own self awareness. Right. Okay. What's and I, go ahead? Yeah, and I mean to piggyback on that, not only self awareness, not only creativity, but health. Like I definitely am, am feeling like, and I don't, I don't have a lot of proof on this. I'm not going to throw out that there's scientific research. A lot of the things that I, that I talk about and that I, um, and, and that I preach, I've experienced and I've seen people experience. And so I'm, I'm talking from more firsthand experiences, but I'm saying like, if you think about semen retention, if you think about decreasing the um, amount of times in a day, you allow yourself to be sexually aroused. I'm saying you're you're channeling different avenues of your physiology to do different things in the day. And that may be something that may improve your health. If you're if you're if we're talking about pain management and the mind body connection, we're talking about how often stress is something that 
causes someone to be in pain. Mm. How, how, how often are you causing stress through sex? Now, you might think stress wow, is, a de- is a de-stressor, but stress, sex can cause stress. And you may be stressing yourself out, not necessarily mentally, but physically by masturbating multiple times a day to porn. Right. So if right. you masturbate multiple times to porn, your mind <sighs> might feel great. But your body might be empty. Right. If your body is empty, then your mind starts to respond relative to feeling empty and feeling depressed and things like that. And, mm. and so when you think about like the mind stimulating the body, the body can also stimulate the mind. So in the same way, I've noticed when I train people and, and we work on getting the body stronger, it's all of a sudden very funny how all of a sudden this person who was weak minded now strength you know where they're able to say no to a boss and that i want to raise and that i deserve this and that i deserve that because they're now physically actually stronger Mm. their their physical now implements their mind just way the mental implements the body so if you tell yourself mentally i'm not successful i'm not successful then eventually you won't be successful but if you tell yourself i'm going to be successful then eventually you'll be successful those two things go hand in hand The, the the positive effect of 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 you know mental talk and the negative effect you know we all know that that that's true that's why we want to keep positive thoughts in our head but in the same in the same process you know you got to think about how your sexual energy is empowering you and how your sexual energy depletes you Mm, great awareness point yep right and understanding when you and this is a personal perspective maybe as a person you realize like if i get up and i masturbate in the morning it makes me more productive and that might be true but do you need to do it to porn? Right. Or could you do could you do it to your own mental images of what success means to you? Could you redirect your sexual energy into a way that you find pleasure in think about how this is this is one of the things that I really was tripping off of when I was thinking about porn and I was thinking about, you know, and I really wanted to post this was like think about what you look at when you look at porn. What are you doing? You're looking at a screen. Right. You're looking at a phone, you're looking at a computer, you're looking at something, but it's not a person. You're not looking at a person. So now you associate arousal with the phone, with the screen. You don't associate the arousal with the person. Right. So now when a person right. is standing there right in front of you, you can't be aroused because they're not on the screen. So then you turn on the screen and you're instantly aroused. Like I know a lot of people that need to watch porn to have sex. Mm. Now, I don't wow. think that's healthy. Nah. You know, I... And people might say, oh, but that's the only way I could do it. And I'm like, okay, because that's the only way you know how to do right. it. You treat, you treat, you're teaching yourself, you're training yourself to be aroused by a screen. In the same way you could train yourself to be aroused by a person. Right. So you, you could avoid the complications that happen often with men where we have erectile dysfunction, where we lose our sexual drives as we get older by limiting the amount of arousals we allow ourselves to have, number one. Mm. So we kind of save those arousals for later in life. Like, think about it. Like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to masturbate. No, I'm not going to masturbate. I'm going to save that for a later day where I might be with a woman. How about that? Exactly. How about thinking about, you know, we talk about how many, maybe it's possible. I don't know. This is true. I don't think I'm just throwing some ideas out, but, what if we only have so many times we could be aroused in our life? Right. What if our physiology only allows us to be aroused so many times? Because as we get older, you notice like older people don't really have sex as much. Mm-hmm. And 
is is it because they've just ran out of time? The, their body, their physiology is just no longer capable of producing the type of hormones and type of responses that is needed to be sexually aroused? Or is it more that, you know, this person is just just not able to be aroused in the in the traditional manners of having a partner in front of them and being excited to be with that person? So the things it's, become like, how do you, how do you approach, you know, your arousal process? Right. And if, if, if you take, if you close your eyes and you can be aroused by your mental images of a partner or of something, I feel like that is way more powerful for all of us Indeed. to be able to, to close our eyes and be in our own minds and be aroused by whatever it is we want to think about. And I also think it'd be re it's really cool to practice being aroused by non-sexual things. Be aroused by the idea of, you know, making a lot of money, right. being successful in your job, being, you know, allow that sexual energy to be transferred from from just sex to, you know, something that you want to create success with. Right. And if you can, yeah. if you can channel those things like that, you have a much, you, you are a, an advanced human, Yes, you know, in my, in my opinion, because I don't think very many people, let alone men or women are necessarily aroused by, you know, things that are not like pornographic in nature. Well, and so well, this is where they, you, when, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So like, so when you, when you think about, you know, somebody who's, you know, successful like Jay-Z, like, or you think about like, to me, I think that he is sexually aroused by success. Mm. Like, I, I have to think about, like, why would somebody be, like, I'm not really interested in being a billionaire. Like, I don't really care. Like, it's, a, a couple million would be nice. I'd be able to go on vacation whenever I want, maybe not work anymore. But, like, you notice these billionaires, they keep working. They keep driving. They keep pushing. What's doing that? What's making them want to keep going? What's making them interested in doing all that type of stuff? And, they say they have just a constant drive for success, but like, there's got to be something more to just, to just, just the mental component of one in that drive for success. They're 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 entangled in some physio physio mental co connection that makes them more feel more more proud of themselves the more they keep pushing. Well, this is you know? this so, is what Napoleon Hill talks about too, Carlos. He talks about being able to transmute sexual energy can bring someone to genius status. And when right. he talks about the, he, like, and I'm just looking at, I just, hi I, I highlighted this before, a good definition of genius is, quote, a person who has discovered how to increase the vibrations of thought, which you were saying before, being able to masturbate right. based on mental thoughts, vibrations of thought to the point where they can freely communicate with sources of knowledge not available through the ordinary rate of vibration and thought or vibration of thought. This is the thing that's so important about what you were saying, because for, for someone, for a man to just use pornography as masturbation, and what, what I heard you say was talking about they're looking at a screen, being th that space of always masturbating and using porn as, sexual, uh, as a sexual stimulant, now that can create a lot of social anxiety in men. Because right. now it's like, well, hold on. I don't know how to really communicate with this woman I have in front of me. Right. I'm just based on these yep. images that I'm seeing. And I'm free of knowing how to truly communicate in a person-to-person -person, person -person setting. It's the same thing what I see with young men that are constantly in video games, right? It's like right. all of a sudden, like when they talk to, to people, actually, they, 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 they fail to make eye contact. They fail to be uh, authentic. They don't know what that look. They have yet to figure out what that looks like. And this is a powerful piece that men get that. And you even mentioned Jay-Z. Jay -Z, 
because look, man, this cat, I, I truly believe, listen, you have a woman, you have, you have a partner like Beyonce, first of all, that is very, extremely attractive and extremely right. bright and extremely driven. Of course, you're going to be attracted. Well, I'm not going to say, of course, that's an inference, but he's going to, he's attracted to this one and he can leverage and he can use that power of sex, that emotion of sex, they call it to drive to higher things. He can use that for creativity. He can use that for ascension. And this is something that's available to all men. With the, the thing that happens, though, is that because sex always sells, it's driving, in my judgment, more men into this space of, well, this is what it's supposed to be like. Or, you know what? Doing something that's, that's going to take me to a higher level is too hard. I'm going to do something that's easy, that ordinary vibration of thought, which is going to pull me right back into pornography. And that's some bullshit, right. man. And that's the stuff right. that keeps us stuck. That's the stuff that creates violence, in my judgment, um, of, of men towards women because all of a sudden there's, okay, I did this. There's an expectation. No, there's no expectation. I want to take you out to eat because I, I want your company. Not that I want you right. in my bed later. And, and right. men, like, it's something to recognize uh, because I want to, because this, this is some damn good content, man. So I, I want to I wrap, I want us to wrap this up. And we may have to have a second part, Carlos, because... This is okay. serious. But one of the things I want to make sure men recognize with all this content that we're putting out here is that men view yourself and understand that you are sacred. Okay. Your organ is sacred. Your seeds are sacred. Your life force energy is sacred. And once you can truly understand and embrace that about self, and I'm speaking to myself as I say this, then your partners are also viewed as sacred by you. You're going to treat them different. You're going to treat your body different. You're going to be, you're going to view, uh, you're going to, you're going to look at things differently as far as who you want to lay with, who you want your, in your bed, who you want touching you, how you want them to touch you, when you want them to touch you. There's all these things that are included with this man. As soon as we start to embrace this layer, this layer of us being sacred and this layer of us transmuting sex energy into something higher and it's something into a more creative energy force. And it's real. It's real. So, yeah. Carlos, there's two things I'm going to ask of you before we wrap up. First of all, you mentioned it earlier in the podcast. First, I want you to tell, tell, the, tell the folks, where can they get in contact with you? How can they get in contact with you, man? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to use my Instagram right now. So my Instagram handle is at underscore lowbacks. Okay. And I, I want to kind of keep uh, the majority of uh, anybody interested in communicating with me on, on that Instagram platform for now, because it'll be a lot easier for me to just keep it funneled in that space. Um, yeah. Okay. Fresh. Man. Thank you for that. Thank you for being on. The second thing for all my guests I give them 90 seconds to communicate to the, to the listeners of this podcast something they want them to know based on the content that we went over today. Something specific, some, a message specific from you. All right. All right. Uh, so for me specifically, like I would, I would like to challenge uh, every man out there to take the time to avoid some pornographic images as, as much as they can. I know it is abundance around us. But to avoid it for a couple months, give yourself two, three months of avoiding pornographic images and avoiding masturbating to any image, using your mind to masturbate instead of using images. And that's like the one thing that I would like to say. And then notice, you know, notice 
a different if there's a difference in your life in any capacity. Maybe there isn't. Maybe there's not. Maybe whatever. But I'd love you to reach out to me at low at underscore lowbacks um, on Instagram and let me know and and maybe even talk with me through your journey of this process. I I want to create a space where men can communicate with me and I want to create a space where I can communicate with men because I am benefiting from this 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 podcast right now. I'm benefiting from the things that I'm posting and I'm I'm very much excited about my future with sex and my and my ability to uh explore myself more uh in depth. Um and so I, I, this this um this detox idea with porn has been magical for me and I'd like for men to 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 kind of explore this as well. And maybe we can all you know get to a space where we understand ourselves better and clearer and we and we can be more respectful to the women we are with. And I feel like that's something that I want to have people be aware of is that the respect for women and our women are suffering out there due at, at the hands of men on a constant basis. And we, we need to hold our men accountable. But but I don't feel like it's helpful to ever attack anyone. So instead of attacking men and saying that we're being bad, I say, look, let's address some of these issues that are probably causing these impulsive responses. And let's go and try to take control of our lives by saying, okay, look, I'm not saying porn is bad, but I am saying let's take control of our porn usage and let's let me challenge you to a detox and say no porn for for a month, no porn for two months and ultimately challenge gold star awarded at no porn for three months and no masturbating to porn at all. Only masturbating to your own thoughts. Mm. Give that, give that a try. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do, brother, man. Listen, this was a gift, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Blessings. No, man. Go ahead. Thank you, man. Thank you for having this. Thank you for having this space. Thank you for being the bold one to put this out, bro. Like, this is huge, man. And, like, I'm I'm going to promote this as best I can amongst all of my family and friends to say, yo, check out this podcast. Check out my boy, Paul. He's doing the right thing, you know, in – Oh man, this is magical, man. I'm I'm really hoping that we can get a lot of people to to understand the value of what we just did right here. Hey man, you know what? Even if we get one or two, man, the job is done. Yo, we're doing yeah, a damn real. yo, it's it's a it's an energy, it's a collective, man, and we're in this. Carlos, thank you. For the listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay tuned for more content and share this with your friends, share this with the men in your life to the up level. This is for our ascension and our elevation of our consciousness, man, and for the masculine collective. Blessings, and we're out. Peace. Awesome.